Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 317, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Change is rarely easy, but it can be incredibly rewarding. Everyone's journey to success and personal growth looks a little different. That was certainly the case for me as I found my way to a more meaningful and fulfilling life. And along the way, I learned nine rules that have helped me with everything from my career to my relationships and mental health. And they might just help you as well. So, what are these nine rules that have changed my life? Number one, it's better to be an hour early than a minute late. Ever since I was in high school, heck, for as long as I can remember, I have never been late to anything. 
Whether it was class, a doctor's appointment, a flight, a meeting, a date, it didn't matter. I was always early. Now, maybe this is because my mom is late to literally everything. Time is apparently irrelevant to her. In all seriousness, I love you, mom. I'm sure I'll receive a text later from her for calling her out. All right, the problem is that when we're late, we're sending a very specific message that we don't respect people's time, that we're unreliable, that we generally don't have our shit together. And in a professional setting, that seriously limits our potential. And in a personal setting, it's just plain rude. And the thing is, it's really not that difficult to show up on time. So what's the solution? Plan for buffer time and double the amount of time you think it'll take to get to your appointments. Many people think that if they have a meeting at 2 p.m. and Google Maps says it's going to take 15 minutes to get there, they should just leave at 1.45 p.m. at the latest. And it's this very thinking that gets us into trouble. People driving like they're Lewis Hamilton at an F1 race, stressed to the max because they're rushing through everything throughout the day, burnt out and exhausted by the time it's 3 p.m., missing critical details throughout the day, all because they didn't plan for buffer time. The small details compound throughout our days, Planning for buffer time means thinking about things like the time it takes to get to our car, the potential traffic along the way, finding parking, walking from our car, and all the other small unexpected things that tend to interrupt our days. And if you happen to get there a little bit early, well, that's a hell of a lot better than being a minute late. Oscar Wilde said it best, to expect the unexpected shows a thoroughly modern intellect. Number two, move before you're motivated. Too often, we wait for motivation to strike. Whether we want to pick up a fitness habit or start a new side project, we think we need to feel fired up to begin. And sure, while sometimes that strategy might work, most often we'll be waiting a really, really long time to get started. As the author Robert McCain said, the common conception is that motivation leads to action, but the reverse is that true action precedes motivation. We need to prime the pump and get the juices flowing. No matter the change we're looking to make in our life, the only thing we need to get started is the first step because that small step turns into another and then another. And then it's not too long before we feel the momentum built. And before we know it, we're motivated. All right, so you're probably wondering what I specifically do to prime my pump to start sparking motivation. A few things, actually. I remind myself that whatever I'm working on, I was born for it. My former guest Ryan Zofe said it best, life gives us worthy opponents. I try to embrace that and face them head on. Depending on the level of stress, I engage in at minimum three minutes of breath work. This helps to regulate any anxiety. 
Lastly, I remind myself why I'm here on this planet, spinning around the sun. This really helps to put things into perspective and highlight the opportunity we've been given to breathe, to engage with the world around us, to make something of ourselves, to impact humanity. All of these reminders help to shift my mood and state. Stop waiting for Tony Robbins to come smashing through your living room wall like the Kool-Aid man pumping you full of motivation. Shift your current state intentionally yourself. Number three, if it won't matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. Humans are wired to worry. According to one study in the UK, 86% of people consider themselves warriors. And on average, people spend one hour and 50 minutes worrying each day. Over the course of the average life expectancy of someone in the U.S., which is 77.28 years, that's a total of 3.1 million minutes over the course of our lifetime spent worrying. And that's a lot of worrying. Now, most of the time, this worrying is about the most insignificant things, such as, did I forget to send that email? Is it going to rain during my golf trip? Am I going to make it home in time to watch The Bachelor? This is where the 5 by 5 rule comes in. Coined by writer James Altucher, this is the philosophy that if something won't matter in five years, we shouldn't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. And this is really about gaining perspective, like looking up at the stars out into the forest or deep into Morgan Freeman's eyes. I bet you just heard that in his voice when I said that. All right. It's a simple yet effective guideline for letting go of things that aren't important. Because let's face it, there are few things that will actually matter in five years. And even for those things, you might ask yourself, is worrying helping? The answer is usually no. Number four, never go to bed angry. This is a classic rule that you've probably heard of already, but it's been a complete game changer for my relationship. Mel and I have a great relationship, but we still have our disagreements like anyone else. And many of them tend to happen later in the evening when our willpower has been depleted and we're feeling a little less patient. But we've gotten in the habit of avoiding going to bed in the middle of a fight. See, the problem with going to bed angry is that we're allowing resentment to build. Now, it might seem small in the moment, but if we let resentment linger for too long, it'll create cracks in the foundation of our relationship. Now, this rule's easier said than done. When tempers are high and we need to wake up early, how do we actually resolve conflicts efficiently? For Mel and I, we found that the key is to really listen to each other, and most importantly, to understand where the other person is coming from. Now, we don't have to go to bed on the same exact terms. We might still disagree with each other. However, we should understand where the other person is coming from, show them respect, and let them know that we love them. 
When someone believes that they've truly been hurt, it's far less likely to escalate. And the additional byproduct of this is that we're more likely to get a good night's sleep. I saw this video that really put this into perspective. A guy and his wife got into a huge fight the night before. They failed to talk through their issues and both went to bed angry and to work angry and stressed. Now, luckily, he was approached by a remarkable co-worker that asked what was wrong. Apparently, the co-worker noticed he seemed off, not his usual self. So, the guy explained that he and his wife got into a big argument the night prior. So, the co-worker asked, what are you going to do about it? The guy replied, I guess go home after work and talk to her. To which the co-worker replied, who says you're going to make it home? There is no guarantee of anything in life. And this understanding really puts things into perspective. Many things happen throughout our lives that we weren't expecting. Things we took for granted that just disappeared without so much as a notice. And only when it's gone do we ache for what we had. Number five, never use two words when one will do. This rule, which was first coined by Thomas Jefferson way back in 1814, has made a huge impact on my professional career. Writing is one of the most fundamental skills that crosses almost every profession, whether you're writing an email, a report, or a podcast script. Writing is how we communicate with others. It could be one-to-one, -one, or it could be one-to-one-million. The skill translates across projects, careers, and industries. And the heart of this rule is really about being an effective communicator. Lazy people write long emails. They go on and on, circling around the same point, going off on a stream of consciousness. Why? Because it's quicker and easier than spending 20 minutes editing a short email that gets right to the point. Author of Jurassic Park, Michael Creighton, once said, books aren't written, they're rewritten, including your own. It is one of the hardest things to accept, especially after the seventh rewrite hasn't quite done it. No one's first draft is ever final. So take the time to choose your words carefully and give more intention to everything that you write. The best way to be understood or even to reach millions of people is to say what you need to say in as few words as possible. Let's be honest, many of us do not get enough fruits or vegetables each day. We live busy and chaotic lives and put this on the back burner. According to a massive study, people who eat healthy, one, live longer, two, have less heart disease and diabetes, and three, have less cancer. I take Field of Greens, and I'll tell you why. Unlike other fruit and vegetable supplements, each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected to support specific functions, like heart health, liver and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. I take Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. And if you're like me, you'll feel healthier, have more energy, your skin 
and hair will look healthier and it can help you lose weight. But the biggest benefit is the better health promise. Take Field of Greens and at your next doctor visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a refund. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off your first order. Plus, get another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code motivated. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code motivated. Number six, learn to laugh at yourself. If there is one thing I learned from 8 Mile, it's that if you want to be successful and make friends, you need to be able to laugh at yourself. In the U.S., we say that you're being self-deprecating. When I was younger, I took myself way too seriously. If someone cracked a joke at my expense, i take it personally. But I learned, thanks in part to Eminem, that when you laugh at yourself, you disarm everyone else around you. I remember purchasing one of my first cell phones as a kid, and I wanted one of those plans where you had my faves. If you aren't familiar with my faves feature, it simply was unlimited calling to any five people, landline or mobile, who were labeled as your faves dating myself a bit here. Anyways, the guy at the store setting up the phone asked, what friends do you want to add? And I just stared into his soul and said, your guess is as good as mine. It's moments like this that allow us to express our confidence and a good sense of humor. And it can come in handy for everything from dating to getting along with colleagues. We put so much pressure on ourselves in this modern world, expecting too much and abandoning ourselves to stress and seriousness. Take a deep breath and relax. Life is meant to be enjoyed and explored, not race through at breakneck speed. Number seven, give yourself three years to reach big goals. We often don't work on our dreams because we're afraid afraid people will talk behind our back that will fail publicly or that we just aren't good enough. So instead of taking action, we do nothing. We don't switch careers, start that podcast, or learn how to make mid-century furniture if that's your thing. However, we can avoid this delayed action or paralysis by following a particular rule. One that I like to call the three-year rule. This rule gives us permission to fail for three years. It makes following our goals a little bit more palatable. And it gives us the confidence to find our footing. If over the course of three years, we don't make any significant gains, despite working our asses off, we have permission to throw in the towel. Now, I have a hunch over the course of those three years, you'll find some progress. Even if you aren't in the top 1% in your field, you'll be surprised at how much growth you can achieve in three years by taking small steps each day. And that's the power of compounding baby. Number eight, you are responsible for 
everything. This is a philosophy that can literally transform every aspect of our life. We often come up with excuses when things go wrong. If we miss a deadline, we might blame our client for not communicating properly. If we procrastinate all day, we might blame that TikTok algorithm. If we develop a bad habit of eating junk food, we might blame it on the corporations that get us hooked on these junk foods. But what if we took radical responsibility instead? What would that look like? Well, we might proactively communicate with our client about our deadlines. We might delete TikTok altogether or set time limits on our phones. And we might not bring junk food into our house to begin with. When we take radical responsibility, our life has a remarkable way of transforming. Number nine, assume the best in people. We really never know what others are going through. And because of this, we should give grace freely and openly. Because who knows, maybe that person that cut you off might be rushing to the hospital. Or the person that flaked on you might have had a family emergency. Or the collaborator that dropped the ball might be struggling with anxiety. Why assume the worst in someone when we could assume the best? Now, this doesn't mean that we should let people take advantage of us or that we should be completely naive to the world around us. However, creating a positive snap judgment will really help to improve your relationships. And hey, if someone was actually being an ass by cutting you off, at least you didn't let their behavior ruin your day. Those are the nine rules that have changed my life. This week's shout out is by Kel who wrote a review on Facebook. I really enjoy your podcast and find they center me. I'm currently undergoing treatment for breast cancer and life feels like life has been put on hold, not working, unable to go to the gym, plus a self-imposed quarantine. I listen to your podcast on the way to and from radiation and it really soothes my soul has helped me to self-care. And while I'm not actively pursuing my goals, your podcast has shown me that it's okay. Thank you. Kel, first off, I am so proud of you for reaching out to me, to being vulnerable, and to being as strong as you are to go through what you're going through. My grandmother beat breast cancer three times, and I don't think I have ever seen the courage in someone fighting such a horrible disease. And I want you to know that I'm proud of you. I'm sure your friends and your family are proud of you. And everyone listening to this podcast is proud of you and you will beat this for an opportunity to be next week's shout out please leave an honest review on the podcast send me a dm on facebook or instagram who knows you just might be the next shout out 
Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into nine rules that changed my life. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.